Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the best exercises you can do in the, your own living room with no equipment. Mm. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? Ooh, I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. We're really, really excited to have you here today. We got a great topic today. We always do, but this Mm -hmm. one's going to be fun to talk about. Everyone has a living room in their home, Mm -hmm. and today we're going to be talking about the best exercises you can do in that living room with no equipment, starting from square one. We're going to make it really, really fun for everybody. So uh, before we jump into that, though, we just want to give you a friendly reminder to visit our website www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. There we have all of our latest and greatest content, including our vast library of exercise videos. It grows every week, and we have something for everyone there, so don't forget to check that out. We also have all of our podcast episodes uh, covering a wide range of topics. We try to get to everything, so make sure you search for those. We also have our mini motivational podcast series, Motivation with Meredith, for you to check out. And uh, while you're there, don't forget to look into our custom seven-day workout plan. This is an exercise plan designed by Meredith for you specifically, built around your needs, your health fitness goals, what you're looking to achieve. Meredith can put together a custom plan for you built on all of our exercise videos that we have out there. Uh, It's been helping a lot of people around the world, and we're really, really excited about it. So don't forget to uh, check that out. And last and not least, our mm. our email newsletter, which we have, um, we send out once a week. And in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content. And uh, we love staying in touch with you. And it's a great way for you to stay in touch with us as well. So with all that being said, we're going to jump mm. into today's topic. Uh, the best exercises you can do in your living room. Yeah. Um, everybody has a living room for the most part. Yeah, like most or a of us space, do. a little a space, space yeah. you know, even if they are in a studio um, type living environment, they still have a little bit of a space mm-hmm. to do uh, a workout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's all you really need. That's I mean, all you really need. A lot need. of people will think they need to go to a gym. They need to buy a lot of equipment. Right. To get exercise in. And, exactly. And that is not true, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, you don't need um, a lot of space. You don't need a lot of equipment. So think about our bodies. Like we can use our own body weight for so many things. And gravity is pushing down on us continually all day long, right? Mm-hmm. So thinking about that, it, yes, of course, incorporating equipment is another thing that you can do. And if you have the ability, eventually, perfect. So we're not saying that that's a bad thing. Um, We're just saying like the bare minimum. If you have that, say you're traveling, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, you can still get a great workout in in a very small amount of space. Mm -hmm. So not using the excuse, I can't work out, I don't have any equipment, or I don't have a big devoted space for it is just an excuse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think we kind of tell ourselves that all the time. Oh, definitely. Um, Just like we always do, you have worked in many senior fitness or senior communities. Yes. And a lot of folks have their own rooms, their own apartments and things like that. Did you ever get into great conversations with, with your clients about the space they have in their homes? 
yes. whether they're in a fitness community or a fitness community, a senior community, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, something of that similar nature. Yes. Oh, definitely. I've uh, talked with them because a lot of go-getters um, in, in a lot of senior communities and they don't just come to the classes or just come down to the gym. They tell me the different things that they do in their own environments. And a lot of the spaces are not big. Some are larger than others, but some are quite small. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll tell me the the way that they work out in their environment. Um, from uh, one gentleman, he would march around his living room and then kind of go back and forth down the hallway. So he'd do circles in his living room. And he, he measured it out so he knew if he did this certain pattern for a certain amount of time, he mm-hmm. knew he was going like two miles. Wow. It was amazing. That's but he could do it all amazing. in the comfort <laughs> of his uh, home. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, very analytical gentleman. Um that he had a heart condition and he wanted to make sure he kept um, he kept himself very healthy. Mm-hmm. So I would talk with him actually when he came down to the gym and was using the bike because he didn't have a bike up in his room. But um, he did his walking up in his room and his other types of workouts in his room. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can just walk around your environment and get a great workout. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. You know, we think we need to go outside and go for walks, but walk around, like get your heart rate up going quick. I know it's not a huge amount of space, but if you do a couple laps one way and then go counterclockwise and keep doing that, you're going to get the same benefits as walking outside, right? I mean, if you're normally walking on flat terrain, you don't have the inclines and declines, but... um you're getting the heart rate up, you're getting the movement in your body, and you're staying in a safe environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Other examples are during COVID, um, where everyone had to stay in their rooms and had to learn how to do workouts, um, the bare minimum, because they wanted to stay active, luckily, many people did, and figured out that they would do these workouts from their living room. All they needed was a small amount of space um, a chair and their bodies mm-hmm. and they could get everything moving, get the heart rate up, get the muscles pumping. Um, yeah. So those are just a couple examples. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I think COVID really opened up this, uh, idea of exercising in a small space right? because a lot of us were locked down and we couldn't yes. go to the gym. So what are we going to do? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, get exactly. unhealthy all of a sudden, you right. know, it's, it, we have to find a way to get exercise mm-hmm. in now. A lot of the exercise videos that we have on our website in our, our library of exercise videos you do them in a space that could fit in a living room. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it is our living room. Yeah. yeah pretty much yeah. that we yeah, do the workouts in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them we do without any equipment at all to show that not all workouts need equipment. Mm-hmm. So um, know that we have a vast library of um, not only cardiovascular type workouts, but even just range of motion and using, like I said, body weight and gravity to work upper body and lower body while doing mm-hmm. movements without holding on to anything. Great way to get your core workouts in. Great way to work on your balance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
Yeah. So every type of workout I want to, you know, I'm trying to go through the gamut in my head, every type of workout that, um, you would need, you can do it Mm -hmm. without anything, just yourselves. And I always say a nice, sturdy, comfortable chair. It's nice to have that option, whether you're standing and you can use the back of the chair to do body weight push-ups or just having something to hold on to while you're working on your balance, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we, since this is the best exercises that you can do, yeah, you know, that's right. Let's go, you know, what are some of the, share with us and uh, our listeners, some of the best exercises you could do. And let's start with, say, if you want to get some cardio in. Just right. Straight cardio. Okay. So some straight cardio, um, just doing marching would be a great way to start. So really focusing on lifting the knees nice and high and pumping the arms. So the more you can get the body moving, the more the heart is going to go up, right? The heart rate. So just a nice march, um, doing side steps. I'm just going to say basic movements yep. that we can visualize, yep. um, but there's so, so many. Um, so marching, doing side steps. Uh, tapping behind us and pressing the arm in front. So a lot of upper and lower working at the same time. Those uh, knee raises, pulling the arms down, hamstring curls, pulling the arms back. Um, If you've done a lot of my workouts, you know, we do kind of moving forward and back type of things. So whether it's fast feet moving forward or just marching forward and then marching back mm-hmm. um so a couple just, steps forward a couple, couple steps back exactly mm-hmm. yes so just changing the trajectory of where the body's going and it does get the brain working a little bit more as well which um everyone knows we we know how beneficial that is um those are just a few I'll, i was going to go into more but those are just a few of the good ones that um you can do just to basics um mm-hmm in the comfort of your living room for cardiovascular for cardio. Yeah. Just really, I mean, mm-hmm. just get moving, right? I mean, you exactly. could also put on some music and do some <laughs> just dancing. Just do some dancing. Exactly. As long as you get moving. I think right. some people think, Oh, I have to do a bunch uh-huh. of jumping jacks and then I right. have to do a bunch of squats. And uh-huh. it's, it's, it really comes down to just movement moving. for the most part. Exactly. So great, great examples of some really basic cardio movements in a living room type space. Right. What about doing um, exercises? What are some of the best exercises for, say, working your upper body, whether mm-hmm. you're doing arms or whether you're doing shoulder, you know, shoulders, mm-hmm. arms, that kind of stuff, chest? So think about, I'm going to make it so it's either standing or seated. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're standing or seated. Um, But focusing on, let's say, your shoulders for right now. So lifting the shoulders up um, just at shoulder level out to the sides and releasing down. If you really focus on the muscle that you're using and Mm -hmm. lift them up, release them down, you will feel that part of the body start to really work. Um, And doing that for an amount of repetitions, you will really feel that part of the body work. Mm -hmm. Um, Lifting arms out to the side, lifting arms to the front. Doing bicep curls and focusing on keeping the palm or the fingers together so you're coming up through uh, the air. So through gravity, the elbows are close to the side of the body. Then pressing down, you'll really feel the biceps engage. So I'm really big on... uh, telling people what body part they're supposed to be working and and um, focusing on form. And the reason why is because the more we think about that muscle group, it's scientifically proven, um, the more we think about that body part, that muscle, 
um, the more it will work and engage and it helps it grow. So if we're just doing bicep curls and we're not thinking about our form or what we're doing and I'm just like, just do this and mm-hmm. lift those weights and never say what you're working, um, you're just lifting the weights through air or lifting your hands through the air in this respect. Um, and you never put your mind focus into that muscle. So that mind-body connection is never actually there mm-hmm. unless you think about it. So I'm really big on making sure you know what muscle you're using so you can put all of your focus and thought into that part of the body. Therefore, it is the one that's working, and that's the one you should be feeling. So really helps when you're doing um, range of motion uh, exercises because you really will feel that part of the body start to work. You engage it more. Mm-hmm. You feel the contraction in that part of the the muscle. So uh, bicep curls, same thing, tricep kickbacks, leaning forward, keeping the elbow high and lengthening through the arm, bending back in, back pulls, so chest stays forward, squeezing those shoulder blades together. You feel the upper back engage, um, pulling those hands up through thick air, I always like to say. You know, pretend like the air is thick, so you feel like there's more intensity and you make the muscle work even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaning back in your chair, because I'm going to say seated or standing, so leaning back or staying tall and you just kind of uh, press it out, press your hands out in front of you at a diagonal, focusing on pressing from the chest. If you are able to stand, great to do push-ups on the wall or back of a chair or countertop, um, really engaging the the chest muscles. So that's mm-hmm. most of the upper body. Yeah, great <laughs> upper body uh, suggestions. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mm-hmm. All without having to do any kind of weights. No weight. Exactly. We weights to do these exercises. Right. These will get you moving, right? That's right. Um. So great, great uh, upper body. What? Let's move down to lower body. Uh, so lower what body. Are some great mm-hmm. lower body exercises you can do in your living room. Yes, without weights. Without weights. So again, I'm going to kind of say seated or standing. So if it's standing, I'll specify. But otherwise, it's seated or standing. So knee raises. Um, a lot of us I know cannot do squats, and it's not that squats are bad for us. Um, I think we need to stop saying that squats are bad for the body. They're actually not bad for the body, but because the quadriceps and lower parts, uh, lower body muscles have um, atrophied so much uh, that they become harder to do because they hurt the knees because we put all of the weight directly onto our knees because we don't have the strength around our knee joints anymore. Um, Therefore, we do other things, right? We don't want 
to perpetuate any type of knee pain. Therefore, we need to strengthen the muscles, then maybe we can do squats or lunges later on down the road. But knee raises are perfect. Really focusing on the quadricep muscle to lift the foot up off the ground and gently release it down. So we're not just swinging it through the air. A lot of times when people do certain workouts, you just see them and they're not thinking about what they're working. They're just doing a movement, you know, Mm -hmm. lift your knee up, lift your knee up. And they all complain, well, my hip flexor really, really hurts. It's because the hip flexor did the majority of the work. It's a secondary, it's not a primary. So think about what the big muscle is, what should be doing the work, your quadricep, the thigh muscle. Mm -hmm. That should be lifting the foot up off the ground. So thinking about that muscle as we march and do knee raises is great for the front of the leg. Um, Lifting the leg out to the side is great to work our gluteals our hips, our outer thighs, mm-hmm. um, really great for the lateral movements when we go throughout the day and we still want to do some side shuffles. Say we're going to a, um, a Broadway play and we have to get into our seat. A lot of times you cannot walk forward. You have to shuffle to, to the side. Um, so keeping our lateral movement side to side is still very important. So side leg raises, very good for that. Um, Focusing again on those parts of the body that we're working. Mm-hmm. Um, hamstring curls. Harder to do when you're seated. If you have a chair that you have more range of motion, um, then you can still focus on it, but a little harder to do seated. But standing, you'd be bending at the knee, bringing the foot behind you, like trying to kick yourself, really mm-hmm. flexing through the foot. Because as soon as you flex your foot, you engage your hamstring. So um, then using that part of the body, the back of the leg to to lift the foot up behind you and then releasing it so you can do alternating one side then the other um heel raises are wonderful to do um focusing on the lower part of the leg calf muscles those are very important to continue to strengthen because not only does it strengthen of course the calf but we want to make sure we keep range of motion in our feet and our ankles Mm -hmm. and strengthen those parts of the body so we can continue to stay mobile Um, and be able to get range of motion and lift our foot up off the ground so we don't get to that shuffle state that many, many people get in because their ankles become tight and there's no more range of motion. Um, So working entire lower body. Mm -hmm. There it was. Yeah, that is a (laughs) lot of suggestions. And and as we're talking about these, you know, feel free to go through Mm -hmm. our exercise library of videos. There are examples of all of these types of workouts that Meredith is suggesting um, from lower body, upper body, not using any weights. Uh, Definitely check that out. Yes. Um, How about core exercises? Mm. I mean, everybody kind of knows of the sit-up. Right. Right. Uh, is that one of them? What else do we have on that? That would be one of them. Um, I like a lot of seated core movements. I love floor core, um, I'll be honest. But I know a lot of people will feel pain in their neck when they do core workouts on the floor. Um, and that's because they're not being done properly. It's not because your neck is bad. It's because uh, the core is weak. So mm-hmm. I love seated core workouts because it helps strengthen the core. Um And then you can maybe progress to going on the floor if it's safe for you to get down and back up. Um, But just scooch to the front of the chair, releasing um, the upper back to the back of the chair 
and using the abdominals to pull you up to a seated position and then gently releasing back. That's mm -hmm. a nice basic one that really, really strengthens the entire abdominal wall and is just a very important one to do if getting on the floor and doing a sit-up is either not available for any reason or just uncomfortable to do because you feel the pull in the neck, things like that. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, as far as the uh, the core exercises go, we all kind of have an idea of, like I was saying, the sit-up is, but but these exercises that you're suggesting, I mean, you, they give you a wider range of effectiveness. Yes, of exactly. Core, right? yes. What about the, you know, say the lower back? Lower back. Lower back. So sitting in the chair again, um, keeping the spine nice and long, letting the chest release forward, and then putting that focus. I always like to say feel as if there's an imaginary string coming from that part of the body. So that imaginary string is pulling from your lower back to allow your um, body to sit back up nice and tall. The more you can in uh, engage your core, your abdominals, the more you will feel the lower back working um, and lifting the body up. So chest goes forward, sit back up nice and tall, mm -hmm. keeping the spine nice and straight. As soon as we curve the spine and then we start to kind of roll up, um, we start to dump weight into our lower back. So the lower back isn't necessarily being a muscle that is working to help you sit up tall. We're putting all of the pressure into that part of the body now to try and sit up tall. Mm -hmm. So very big difference. Yeah. And there is, <laughs> like you mentioned, there is an important mind to muscle connection that has yes. to happen. There is. Um, yeah, because it's huge. you're not using weights. Uh, you kind of have to focus on the part of the body that you're working, right? That you're working and yes, what yeah. you sh where you should be feeling it, let's say. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a whole other podcast unto itself, I think. Yeah. The mind, the mind muscle to... connection. We got to write that down. I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as far as in your living room, how much space did you actually have? I mean, square footage here. Are we talking, yeah. a, you know, six by eight uh, section, mm -hmm. eight by eight. So you move the... Move a couple pieces of furniture out of the way. Right. What, no. A, some good suggestions. I, I think you don't need a lot of space. I think if anybody's watched our workouts, they see that I'm on a very small um, throw rug, I guess we'll call it. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's what I stay on for the entirety of our workouts. Whether it's a cardio workout and I make it known, you should not be going off of that rug. Um, if you're doing any type of movement, because that becomes a fall trip hazard. So you need to stay on that rug, um, whether it's a cardiovascular, a HIIT style workout, um, balance workout, using uh, any type of workout that we do. Um, seated, standing, using that chair can be moved around on that small space to have to hold on to, um, but you don't need a lot of space. And I think that rug is all of six by eight, if that, right. probably not even. Yeah. So um, it does not need to be a huge amount of space. You need to feel like your legs can kind of extend in front of you uh, and behind you without kicking anything. And your arms can lift out to the sides and to the front without hitting anything, basically. And mm -hmm. that's it. <laughs> right not just space around where your feet are but space right. around where your arms are going to be going yes if, if they're lifting doing... out or moving or you're doing a cardio move and they're coming out to the side you don't want to hit anything mm -hmm. um and injure yourself yeah. right yeah <laughs> yep uh you know say 
say the world went into another lockdown right. and we were all stuck in our houses again. Do you think that we are now more educated as a society as fitness and, and, and exercises can be done? You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to go to a place that has all I, this crazy fitness equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we are. I think we've learned a lot that we can do um, so much more with the resources we already had before. And we can create enough willpower inside of us um, and create enough routine in our days that we've learned that we, um, ha- if we have to do it, mm-hmm. um, that we can. And I think a lot of people have changed the, the way that they do work out because of it. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that they no longer go to gyms. A lot of seniors aren't comfortable going back into that environment. And it's not just COVID. It's because we've learned, you know, we don't like, no one likes to get sick, right? I don't. Um, mm-hmm. No one does, especially as we age. It's even harder to get back into routine after it. And it's not to say we won't ever get sick. It's good for the body to build up immunity, but we'll get that when we go out to every place we have to go out to. So um, if you can do some of these workouts at home or um, in a different type of environment without being around, exposed, to, let's say, without being exposed to a lot of the, the different things that you get from a gym, I think a lot of seniors have learned that they don't need to expose themselves to that. And are getting the same benefits, if not better. And I've heard a lot of seniors say that finding workouts has helped them become stronger. Um, they, they've come up with a better routine because they're not just doing walking on a treadmill or mm-hmm. not just doing dumbbells. There's this whole vast array of workouts that they should be doing. Wow, I, I need to work on my balance. I didn't even think to do a workout for balance. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing that. I didn't even think to do a workout for core. And now they're doing that. Um, Posture, didn't think to do that. Um, So we get a lot of different people saying that they no longer even go to the gym, that they've stopped stopped their memberships um, and Mm -hmm. and strictly use the at-home workouts from the safety of their living room, from that small space, probably the bare minimum when it comes to their equipment and they're still able to see results. And, uh, I think that's amazing, but yes, we've learned a lot from it. Yeah, we definitely have learned a lot from, uh, especially being in lockdown and, and mostly from getting stories from, uh, from a lot of people that follow a lot of the, the people who listen to the podcast, a lot of people who subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. We get a lot of Mm -hmm. comments and, uh, we learn a lot from that. So hopefully this episode has kind of helped you with, um, any questions that you may have about exercising at home, exercising in a living room, maybe it's inspired you to, to maybe do two workouts in your living room a week. Yeah. If you don't already, um, mix it up a little bit and you might find that you can still get a great exercise routine in, in the comfort of your own little living room, no matter exactly. where you are. So, uh, and, and as usual, try to uh, visit our website. We have all of our exercise videos out there for you to try and you can do you can do them in your living room yeah. so um while you're there at, at our website don't forget to sign up for our newsletter as well uh www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com check out all the latest news we have there and uh until the next episode we'll see you guys later bye bye
Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.